2: Welcome again to another amazing episode of AEW Unrestricted. I don't actually know if it's going to be amazing. We got Pillman on today, so it might not be. Anyway, this is Aubrey Edwards here with my co-host, Tony Shavani. Wow.
0: <laughs> right cross from Aubrey, man. Boom! Oh, yeah. What's up? I'm a, how about a working punch now, man?
2: Jesus I just pull it. I don't pull okay. it, man. I don't pull punches. Okay. Before we start, I want to say AEW Casino Double or Nothing is now available on the iOS App Store and Google Play. You can download it. You can learn how to play poker and steal chips. That's what I've been doing from people. Uh, I just take everyone's money. It's real great. But uh, yeah, lots of different casino games you can play. You can uh, become friends with people, build an awesome community. It's great. I love it. There's going to be awesome updates. We're going to see more and more stuff uh, over the course of time. But yeah, we're not here to talk about casino games. We're here to talk about blondes, particularly Mm. those that went to varsity schools. Although funny enough, neither of them went to like, what do you call it? Ivy League?
1: Ivy school. yeah sure. neither I never, of them I went, went, went to Ivy play. League schools I let never, me I talk not play. many people have
2: no that's actually pretty rare. hey we got Griff Karrison and Brian Pillman Jr. here today what's,
0: hey up, what's up thanks How's for having us having I was gonna see how long
2: I could keep talking about you before actually ever looking at you and you did a good job That was like almost, almost a, minute. a minute
0: and actually it's one of the shortest intros he's ever done because, Susie, we're 10 minutes into it before you get your first question. Before that, we went on that's air. One of, that's one of the charming things sh- about her. You would
2: not shut up about how much I talk.
0: Okay. So, I'm just
2: nervous okay. all the time.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about how the name uh, Varsity Blonde started. And, and I know that it has a meaning for you know your father and Steve Austin and the Hollywood Blondes. I mean, you guys have even done the, the camera thing that they used to do, right? So talk about how the, that all got started.
3: Well, I think initially uh, – Tony had uh, had referenced us as just the blondes, you know, one day in the locker room. You know, I remember, I remember – first seeing griff at the airport thinking you know what i was like I, I actually pushed him on the shoulder i was like you know what i bet we're tagging tonight you know like i yeah. totally <laughs> called it i swear yeah. i called it is that jungle
2: boy no it's Griff, <laughs> griff will
3: tell you, I, I completely called it <laughs> joke's we, get, old. <laughs> we get to the building and tony's like hey why don't you guys tag together it'll be like the blondes and i'm thinking okay like you know we need but we need something to spice it up right, right. and uh, right and griff had been doing the ivy league athlete gimmick you mm-hmm. know so um, and and for me personally, uh, you know, those were some of the best times of my life uh, going through and playing sports and playing high school and college sports. So I have uh, quite a background in in, in in sports within academia and stuff. So I kind of like the uh, the theme, you know, of, of the Varsity Blondes, and it kind of it kind of has that ring off the tongue like Varsity Blues, the, right? The film sure. and stuff. So it. It's kind Love of a it. familiar uh, tone, you know. So um, and I think it's something that people can relate to, and I think Griff. Uh, really related to it as well. Also, you know, being an athlete and having a, a history in sports, so.
1: Also with the whole Ivy League thing, that was my first ever gimmick back when I first started wrestling in 2016. And I came to AEW and they introduced me as that. And I have no idea where they found it. Right. You so know I what? just kind of you know rolled it with is? it. It's Alex and Marvez. It was Alex Marvez. Okay. He's, he's I was like wondering. I didn't the,
2: like if you want to know a fact, like someone's debut date or where they came from or where they trained, like Alex Marvez keeps all that information. Okay. Like all the little cool things that show up on your lower thirds. Like, boom. He knows how many title matches I've officiated at AEW. He knows everything. Okay.
0: So I I'm going to say it was probably him. So there you go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sweet. That's your trivia for the day, <laughs> AEW Unrestricted <Right>. Listeners.
0: <laughs> so you saw him. You said, I bet you're going to be a tag team. Tony puts you together as the Blondes. Didn't seem like it took long for you guys to get chemistry. It seemed like it was there from the very beginning.
1: Yeah, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Like the first, obviously the first few matches were a little rough, but I mean, that's just how you build a, a good tag team. Um, not everybody's first match as a team is going to be great, but I mean, we've only been teaming together for what, five or six months now, maybe? And I mean, we're already in. The casino battle royale and right. doing, right. a, doing a pay-per-view at revolution so i mean it's it's kind of exciting to see how far we've come in just a short amount of time yeah
3: absolutely and, and we, you know we've been in there with all sorts of people at this point we've had we've had tons of matches so right. you know whether we're winning on dark and then and then just getting so close to getting a win on dynamite
0: um at least it shows that you know we can hang with the best of them right you, your debut was uh, on dark uh, against Dark Orders, Cole Cabana, Alex Reynolds—that you you won—and that had to be a big moment for you.
1: That was being able to uh, step in the ring with some with guys like Alex and Cole, and, and right? His, yeah. and to be able to defeat them, you know, yeah, yeah. In such a short time teaming together was it was it was original was really you know a great moment for us as the bonds as the varsity bonds. How
0: about uh, working with FTR?
1: Well, FTR, well, sorry, I can speak on these guys forever because I'm going to go ahead and spit it out there—they're the best tag team in the world—and I look up to those guys. And I, I agree, highly, I, I highly agree. value their opinion. On stuff and to be able to work with those guys and to get in the ring with those guys and to just absorb all the knowledge that they have about yeah. pro wrestling was very. It meant it meant a lot to me. Right. I don't want to speak for you, but it meant a lot to me yeah. to be able to, you know, learn from those guys and just. They're,
2: they're the kind of guys that when you get in the ring with them, you just know in that moment that you're getting better. As
1: oh, a performer. without a doubt. Yeah. Like exactly it's
2: it, like you feel it in slow motion almost. It's like I'm gonna be a better wrestler referee. Like I know I've done it. Like coming out of FTR matches, like wow, I have a complete new respect for this business. Oh, absolutely. Like a lot
3: of. Uh, other wrestlers within the industry will reach out, like, reach out to me just to ask, like, how was it like to wrestle FTR? Because, and I'll tell you, like, it is like a whole nother ball game. You know, it really feels like, you know, the top of the line, like, athletic sport, like, like, at any moment, they could be on you. You know what I mean? And you got to be able to counter, you got to be able
0: to react to the pressure that they're putting on you. And it's very, you know, it's
3: very intense when you're in the ring with FTR.
0: Yeah. You guys have wrestled many matches, and and I know you've wrestled, we talked about on Dynamite, Against FTR, and you got the Casino Battle Royale at the pay-per-view. You had Chris Jericho and MJF. Chris you Herb, had yeah.
2: uh, Ricky Starks and Brian Cage, like lots of really solid tag
0: teams. Right. But sometimes you wrestle on dark, and as we know, dark can be pushed to very, very late at night or oh, even boy. early in the morning. Oh, boy. Is yeah. it tough to, to stay warm, prepared if you know? I don't know. Have, how, what's the latest you've wrestled?
1: I think the latest we've wrestled. I think we were on there like two thirty at one point. And, and like, like you mentioned, the uh, it's very hard because I remember at one point, one of my very first times coming to AEW. Like I started stretching right after Dynamite was over, yeah. and I was very, I was like one of the last matches. Yeah, and um, I had to stretch like two more times, right. like just to yeah. stay warm because like it's crazy just how long like. How many yeah. matches there are and how long it is. Yeah, sometimes know?
0: there's 19, 20 matches after after we do uh, Dynamite. Yeah. And it, it, so it's got to be tough. I mean, it's got to be tough on that. I think athletes. our
2: record so far is like 24. 24? Yeah. Wow. Oh. We're cruising, though. We're starting yeah. to get it.
0: Okay. Yeah. So they always, they, I mean, I've been asked many times, they say, you know, we got a long night. Do you have any suggestions? I say, yeah, put the varsity blondes on last. Oh. <laughs> wow. Save the best <laughs> for last. That's a great comeback. Yeah. They want to see him do the deal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're so saying my, book the show properly, basically, yeah. Just yeah. ask Bertie Lee Jr. Online. He's okay. already
2: booking shows.
0: <laughs> uh, Griff, uh, Lance Archer has been a mentor to you, right? Yes, sir. Uh, what, kind of, what kind of things is he telling you?
1: He, uh, he just always comes up to me and he's like, remember how big you are, like, not necessarily muscle-wise, but, like, how tall you tall. are. And remember to just stay tall. Like, he got mad at me after one match. He was like, look, man, you're bumping. These guys are, like, so much smaller, like, shorter than you. Just, like, remember, like, remember how tall you are. Remember, like, all that stuff. So, like, he... He, I always go to him for advice, but he always comes and, like, lets me know if I could have done something better. Or that's the best, because
2: like then you know that, like, he has a vested interest in you getting better. Yeah, like, that's Unsolicited I, feedback is always the best kind of feedback.
1: That's that's how it is. Like, I hate when, when I do... When I wrestle, and, like, I'll ask guys, like, hey, did you watch the match? And they're like, yeah, you were great, or whatever. Like, I'd much rather hear, like, constructive criticism than, yeah, it was great, because... I know every single match I've had has not been perfect and I know I can learn something from every match so I really appreciate like guys like FTR like we were talking about earlier
2: well segue fun story because there was a match we worked on Dark it was me, you, and MJF no match is perfect but it it was really good very well done to the point that TK says, actually, no, we're not going to put this match on dark. We're going to do the same match on dynamite. Like, right. Identical. And so, I mean, it's maybe not perfect, but it was good enough to like completely scrap it on one show and put it on another.
1: Right. That made, that actually, I think that was my third time coming down to Jacksonville. And, really? And it was, yeah. It was because uh, the first time I wrestled uh, Lance and Jimmy and then I uh, had the match with uh, Ricky the second time and then MJF the third time. And uh, to be able to like have that acknowledgement from someone like Tony and Max to want to do it on dynamite that was very special to me brian your
0: debut uh, on dark was july of last year it was sure. episode number 41 yes it talk was. talk about how significant that is to you
3: yeah so uh that's kind of cool because as you all know my instagram name is flying brian 41 right and, yeah uh, and that's so that's always kind of been like the family number you know like right. when you see it it's good luck and things like that so so i i uh, when i played football i was always 41 and maybe my senior year i was 52 or something but in lacrosse i was 41 and then when my dad played for the Miami Redhawks, or they're called the Redhawks now. Right. We they were them, the, Redskins the Redskins back then. Back right. then. Um, he was number 41. So, you know, my Aunt Linda has has just always taught me, like, you know, that's the family number. Right. You know? So it was kind of really cool. And it was, I don't know, I'm sure it was a total coincidence, but to, to debut for the right. company that I've been, you know, vying for a spot at, you right. know, on that episode, it kind of meant a lot to me. So
0: yeah.
3: it was a very special, very special matchup. I went against Sean Spears. A uh, guy who I, you know, had a, a lot of respect for going into the match, guy. Yeah. but even more, you know, after the match, you know, the the just the the level that he's at and and just how valuable it is to have those guys on the roster that can right. that can really lead and and uh, can really work at a high level where right. where there's no you know if ands or buts about it. No matter what, it's going to come out great, right? Sure, you know, the product. So uh, it, was, it was a true blessing, and then and then I guess like how I performed there. Uh, reflected well enough that they ended up putting me in another match, right? With Brian Cage the next night. So, right. so I kind of found my groove with you know I'm going to show up and do whatever job they tell me to do. I'm going to do the best job. Like I'm not right. worried about you know who who's winning or who's losing or how much offense, how little. It's like how big do they want these bumps? How how big, like what camera angles do you want? Like I'm thinking about the best, what's best for business. You know right. What I mean? you you best, what's be. best for a TV match. Like right. You know, if I take a, a nasty bump or something like, like in the match with Ricky and, and Brian, you mhm and it looks great, you know. Yeah. It's on TV, and that's good for our viewers. Right. And like that's what I'm, you know, that's what we're here for. You know? Even if the steel steps were there, yeah. to oh, yes.
2: ask if you didn't mention that. <laughs> if the steel steps, It was were like out. his ass you know, just right. ripped in half. If, if,
3: if, if, the, if I'm feeling okay after yeah. it, and it, it got a good oh. reaction, yeah, it did. Then, then we're happy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really I think did.
2: everyone in the back
0: was just like, "Oh God!" I, I know the yeah. fans are going to be asking questions. We got fan questions coming up, but I wanted to have, ask you a question about your dad because I work with him a lot, yeah, as you know, and he was one of those guys that could do. Well, he could do anything. It could be any character from a real good guy to a real bad guy. Could do a lot of things in the ring. As as his son and his namesake, is there any pressure on you, you think, because of how he was uh, held up and revered in the business?
3: Uh, absolutely. I think, I think I've had that pressure, you know, since the first day. You know what I mean? I've always yeah. been kind of looked at. A little bit differently and, and people in training have, have sort of you know even from the first week in training people have sort of treated me differently or, or, or spoke to me a little bit differently and and I think the pressure wears off the more comfortable I get you know with yeah. my profession and stuff right. and I think with the amount of traveling and things I've done like prior to the pandemic and prior to coming to AEW I, I really uh, learned a lot you know on the road you know a lot about myself and stuff right. and and those long drives and you're cutting promos and you're kinda you're kinda of finding out who you are and your character. Right. And and how I can do you know, how can I tribute to my father while also staying true to myself sure. is something that I've, you know, looked inwards at a lot. So but no, I think the more experience I get, I think the less pressure I have. Yeah. Because I know what the goal of wrestling is at the end of the day. Right. You know what I mean? So I know like at the end of the day, you know, if, if we're doing good business, whether that's telling a story that connects to me in, in the real world like my like again like i'm not i don't have like a, a gimmick per mm-hmm. se like i do kind of right play off of being a second generation because you know wrestling is very real to me it's very serious to me so yeah. i try to uh just be myself in all aspects you right. know, and turn that up you know as much as i can so.
1: yeah i got it
2: were you guys both full time on the indies before the pandemic
1: hit I was doing probably two to three shows a week, so I mean, I wasn't necessarily full time, but I was just because I have a, I had a day job. I still yeah. have a day job when I'm back home. I work for my dad Ooh. and his friends um, as a mechanic. So
2: ah. like, I like I like
1: uh, deliver parts to people and bring parts back and stuff okay. like that and fix up cars and stuff like that. So. Oh, very cool. very cool!
0: So you guys, you. You had obviously a Plan B if the when the pandemic hit. Yeah, I actually right? have
1: a Plan C as well. I, okay, have, a, I have a double major in uh, education and history, so. Yeah. Is that from Guilford College? That's from Guilford College, yes. Yeah, because my uh, my wife went to Guilford.
0: Oh wow! Okay. Probably the same time your grandmother. I want to do like a. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I want to do
2: like a degree on a pole match. Yeah. Like Luchasaurus versus Griff Garrison.
0: Okay. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I mean, no, that'd be yeah, super yeah.
2: sweet.
3: Yeah. That would be How incredible. many
0: wrestlers actually have degrees, <laughs> <Okay>. though? <laughs> so, uh, uh, we're going go <laughs> to go hey, to... I have
3: a degree, too. You do? Yeah. yeah my degree is in, in business information systems.
0: Whoa. What Northern is that? Northern
3: Kentucky University. It's like, you know, SQL, you know, like... Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. database stuff. Yeah. yeah, there's database stuff, like querying databases for car dealerships. But I worked for a Fortune 50 company, CDK oh. Global. Whoa. Wow. So, I, wow. I left that to get into wrestling because yeah. I just, like... You know, I just wasn't for me. He's just going to
2: leave a sure thing to start bumping on plywood. I can't.
0: (laughs) That's exactly what happened. That's exactly
3: how it went. So, like, when they laid me off, it was, like, just good timing that they laid me off. I think they knew I wanted to, like, quit. They were were. like, how can we let him go in time for his training so that he can – And then they laid me off. I got a good severance, and I used all that to pay for the training in wrestling. There you go. Wow. I just took whatever they gave me, and I was like, all right. Severance is great. Give it to this man in Canada named Lance Storm and, you know, give it a three-month shot. See if I like it.
0: (laughs) Great (laughs) trainer. Here we are now. Worked out for (laughs) you. (laughs) We are talking with the Varsity Blondes, Griff and Brian Pillman. And next we're going to talk about their careers prior to AEW. This is AEW Unrestricted we are talking with Griff Garrison and uh, Brian Hillman Jr and we are talking to Varsity Barnes. And uh, right before uh, our break there uh, Brian you were talking about your training you trained by Landstorm and Rip Rogers right? We got Yeah right. yeah I got
3: to give I got to give credit to Rip we're credits to uh, I took my very first bump in his ring so Ooh. knocked the wind out of me you know I That's came in does. there yeah I came in there expecting a whole you know super safety precautions all this stuff and <laughs> he's like now go on in there and take a bump you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: go on in there and take on, a bump.
3: you know, and he, you, know he, you know he's calling your names and all you know all these different words in the book that you that you can't say today but uh <laughs> you know i go out there i take my first bump it knocks the wind out of me i'm like oh my gosh I'm yeah. like, this is terrible i'm wow. like people do this and then like <laughs> my dad and did three, this. And, I'm my like, d- oh, and i'm like oh i'm like I thought I thought honestly I was getting like super hurt every time, and then eventually you know right. you just get numb to it you know.
0: So you got your uh, you got your severance, you said, and you gave your money to yeah. storm. What yeah, so I would say like in February I yeah.
3: started like so February of 2017 I started poking around and uh-huh. like visiting some different indie shows and like just showing up and meeting people. Right. And like started going down to rips at that same time. Like, like, all right, I'll visit indies and then I'll go to rips. But like rips training was on the weekend. So it was kind of hard, you know, I always did Saturday, Sunday training. I'm like, rip, how are you going to do this when, kids got to go to shows to like get on that's when they work yeah so it was kind of odd but but like they still had shows like the saturdays after training so it was all kind of within the same program ovw wasn't a bad place at all to kind of get started and look around and uh and and no i like i learned some some pretty basic stuff and and but he told me he didn't want me to like start over with their program he was like just come to the advanced classes and then when you start over you can start over when you go to canada he's like i know you're going to go to canada to get your full degree or whatever but just while you're, you know, degree in wrestling. But just while you're here, just just sit in on these classes and watch people and see how they work just to get a grasp of it. So for that many months, you know, from March till September, I just went to RIPs on the weekends to kind of cut my teeth a little bit. And then finally in September, it was the first day of practice, so September 11th, 2017 at Mm -hmm. Lance Storms. And we trained until December 1st, 2017, had my first match December
2: 31st. You started right around the same time I did then. Yeah. Because that was July 2017. Yeah. So, huh.
1: And I think Griff's been wrestling for just about as long or 2016? 2016, I, I, like. I, uh, 2016, but uh, years before that, I uh, did what they always said not to do, and I backyard wrestled on the oh. trampoline. and Dude, I, uh, Me and my neighborhood friends. Our friend. executives <laughs> are backyard wrestlers. famous like, screw it. It doesn't matter uh-oh. anymore.
2: You can totally do it and then run your own yeah, company and say, have a yeah. television yeah. show on Prove <laughs> yeah. Proven. Yeah. I,
1: I did that for so long. I remember uh mondays was recycle day we would go by everybody's uh their mailbox and steal all their cardboard and use it as tables for our tables matches oh smart so, yeah and uh literally recycling and one t- and we were we wrestled all through high school like with all our buddies on the trampoline in the backyard and stuff and one of my buddies now he's still a wrestler he's just injured his name's marcus cross uh we looked at each other and we were like man let's do this for real but like we didn't think there was any wrestling schools four years ago other than the company that shall not be named right but we looked up schools and we found a ton in North Carolina because right. North Carolina is the wrestling state yes. for sure yeah um, Very much so. We found I love one working out there <laughs> We found one up in Greens, uh, Greensboro which is not far from where we live at all yeah and um, started training there and we just from the first moment I took a first bump I, I loved it and we were training there probably six days a week and um, graduated from the program at Firestar Pro Wrestling Academy mm-hmm. in about six or seven months and started doing bookings um, started going down to uh, Georgia wrestling at uh shows um met a guy named bill Barrons, and he's just helped me out since then and uh he's gotten me here so very cool so where in north carolina did you grow up i grew up i actually was born in atlanta and moved in when i was in grade school <laughs> to winston-salem and now i'm in the greensboro area that's okay funny, i was born in atlanta too did i tell you that no i didn't know that yeah. wow. wow how about
3: that
2: hmm. how
1: about another that? connection between
2: oh, you two cool. so so both of you started coming in right around the pandemic when that hit I'm trying to remember the timeline a little bit, I know you had come in a little bit, had about three matches or so before you were sort of full time, right? Right. I remember finding out Griff was hired by the company because we had a big old company Zoom So the, 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 the
3: match with MJF was only your third visit there. Yeah. So that we did kind of start coming in around the same time, right around the same yeah, time. Yeah. I remember I was in. I was there
2: for that. Yeah. So I must have been there for a
3: couple before that, maybe, probably, bit. or maybe my first one was when he did or second one, but yeah, relatively at the same time.
2: I remember Griff was backstage and a couple of people were like, "Man." If, if this was the old school days, someone would be telling Griff he's got to cut his hair because he's still in Jungle Boy's gimmick. And then in the true AEW fashion, that just became a bit on BTE. Yeah. It's like the, who is who the fuck is Griff Garrison yeah, yeah, yeah. type thing. Love it's like, it. who, what, what? Who but now you've sort of become like one of the de facto co-stars to Fuego Del Sol on, <laughs> <laughs> on Sammy's vlog. Because yes, it's not seriously. Sammy's vlog. It's now it's Fuego's, Fuego's vlog. vlog. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Jeez yeah. That's a lot of fun just being able to hang out with those guys and the who the, who the fuck is Griff Garrison thing. I have, I have to thank Brody for that. Brody, oh, yeah. Brody and John Silver, like I give, like, I give them so much thanks for that because that got me over in, in a way that I probably couldn't have done myself. Right. And being being able to be a part of Sammy Vlogs, or I should say, Fuego Vlogs, it's Fuego Vlogs, <laughs> um, is a lot of fun because I've gotten, I've grown closer to the to those guys, and just being able to bond with them and hang out with them is is a whole lot of fun.
0: Uh, Brian, in uh, 2019, you were Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Rookie of the Year. What did that mean to you? Because there's a lot of kids out there trying to get noticed, right?
1: Yeah, that was uh, that
3: was huge for me. Um, you know, when you look down the list of it, there's there's quite a few names on there. I think right. uh, Kurt Angle and uh, Stone Cold and, and right. a lot of guys. So it was it was honestly a, a bit of a surprise because you know, th- with my career and the uniqueness of of with being who I am, there was a lot of eyes on me like really early. Yeah. So it was kind of a did people were trying to determine how, what 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 could, what considers a wrestler's rookie year. You know, yeah. is it your first year on TV? Is it your first year on these higher level indies? And, right. and I was doing MLW, and MLW was 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 becoming a reputable TV show at the time. You know, mm-hmm. so it was more or less like, okay, we got the Observer Rookie, we got the Pro Wrestling Illustrator Rookie of the Year, and I'm just like, okay, so one year I believe was like they treated it as my rookie year for Observer, but like a different calendar year maybe was right. Pro Wrestling Illustrated, but either way, you know, it was, it was a huge honor to receive it with Pro Wrestling Illustrated. And then I think the year that I got like second or third place in the Observer, mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey won it that year. Oh. So ah. so I had a good, I had a good running in both, but, Right. Uh, but Pro Wrestling Illustrated, I won it there. And then just kind of, we, we made a thing of it on MLW and, and just sort of a, a gimmick on there too. So then I guess it was like, I was two time rookie of the year, you know what I mean? Like trying to and then I was like, what if something else gives it to me? And then I'm three times. So we were trying to make a gimmick out of it. But.
2: Like, <laughs> Who knows?
3: Who knows? Maybe I'll get AEW. AEW
2: rookie, rookie of the Year, a. right. Yeah. Is there we'll, like a we'll like an EGOT equivalent year. in wrestling? A uh, what? An EGOT? The Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony? You know where you win all the awards and all the different? No. No.
0: Mm. But yeah, vote me Which in. One. Vote <laughs> me in this year. for Brian <laughs> Coleman Jr., the <laughs> first
2: <laughs> to win the wrestling <laughs> EGOD. Write my name yeah. in.
0: I'll take it. Yeah, well, speaking of that, and man, I'm really – well, I don't know if I should bring this up or not.
2: Then do it. Okay,
0: that's uh, unrestricted. You can freestyle rap. Oh
3: gosh! Oh, you should
0: not have brought that up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's,
3: it's been a, it's been a long minute. That's 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 no. not as true anymore. I don't know. Okay, I, All right. I wasn't necessarily asking
0: you to do it. No, 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 no. But I mean, it's... my
3: phone's so, already blowing so, up. Austin fought, Gunn's it's, like, it's, who the hell is yeah, this? Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say the throne has been claimed by by Austin Gunn at AEW. But I will say growing up a young kid you know like you know losing my dad i kind of grew up in some uh less fortunate neighborhoods and stuff and and just some of us neighborhood kids would get together and, and have these little you know freestyle battles and stuff and and like in and, and a lot of the media and pop culture i'd watch growing up like that was like a cool thing to do so it's like in high school i'd actually like host these freestyle battles whoa like in the MC middle Changing classes, like you're not like you're supposed to get to your class. You got yeah. 15 minutes or whatever. Like, dang. I would get everybody to stop in the hallway. Like six, went, seven, and like literally, like just clog up the whole hallway with this with these rap battles, and then eventually the principal came down and started breaking them up. But it was a good run.
2: He's just waiting there in the hallway, waiting for you guys. Like, nope, yeah. you thought you were gonna rap today? I was like, dang it, no,
3: because <laughs> it was a huge disruption, like to the. Economics in the hallways, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> economics, more the traffic flow, but we'll yeah, let the economics logistics, fly. Logistics.
1: There you go. That's yeah, a good. Kids play. in your that's school true. would rap battle. Kids in my yeah. school would just fight each other. <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, we had our first year of fights dude. Don't get me wrong. You, uh, you guys, as as even me at at my advanced age, and Basil and this girl here. Yeah. We're all we all love video games. Oh and, yeah. Uh, I'm a big gamer. Yeah. So, uh,
1: Griff, first of all, what's your favorite game to play? Uh, I like playing NBA 2K. Yeah, yeah. That, and that and Madden. Those are my two games. Uh, I could play those that all night long. That Madden. Online. Who's your Madden, Madden, Madden team? My Madden team is my team in real life, which is the Rams. Oh, I, oh. I, like, I like. But I do like using the Seahawks too because I like having Russell Wilson. I like having a running quarterback oh. in Madden. Yeah. I'm not a Seahawks fan. You're not?
2: No, despite being from Seattle, I
3: like I
1: was about to say, you're
2: from Seattle. Brian, no, only, I, I was a Cowboys only, fan for a long time, but now, I'm, now I'm a Jaguars
3: ever, fan. The only Madden I ever played experience. was Madden 2002, mm-hmm. where Michael Vick was the most broken character in the game because you could literally – he had like 99-plus stat because he was Michael Vick and Mm -hmm. you could run circles around people (laughs) and you were the quarterback so you started with the ball so you just always run the speed option and score every time because
2: you're Michael Vick yeah so it was
3: like
2: it was like the the most like uh,
3: imbalanced Madden game ever it was great and I love when things like I love when video games I'm a big gamer myself I love when there's like no balance whatsoever and it's just super chaotic like you got all these developers with these online games like you know League of Legends World of Warcraft and they're always trying to like balance it to make it fair and I'm like no it's more fun when like a couple characters are just absurdly like he's so wrong OP <laughs> he's
1: so wrong <laughs> isn't he always- he's so wrong
2: because what that does is it ends up pissing off other players and then they're less likely to purchase your products in the future so it's yeah. worse for your bottom line when your uh, game know, isn't balanced, so wow. you, is not balanced. so fuck you Kilman but it's probably more fun <laughs> Game developers don't know like, what they want. Or, I, like no, I didn't I like you like before this. I like now. when
3: there's cheese. Like when there's <laughs> cheesy straps. <laughs> we call it cheese.
0: Um, I wanted uh, something that I wanted to ask you early, but when we talked about the Varsity Blondes and you guys coming in and using the camera and yeah, yeah. a throwback to the Hollywood Blondes, have you heard from Steve Austin at all about this gimmick?
3: Um, I've, I've attempted to reach out to Steve yeah. a couple of times. I haven't heard back yet. But yeah. but, but my, my ultimate ploy is that he would be our coach, and he would come out <sighs> of the curtain with, in a tracksuit and a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> and, and if we didn't hit the ropes right, he's like, drop and give me, you know, like yeah. he's on us, you know, and he's right. making us do drills before the match yeah. to warm oh, up. boy. 50 like, jumping jacks, you know, like real yeah. drills, sergeant, me up before football the match. coach. Yeah. And then we'd always be ready. We'd always be warmed up. And we'd have a mean, angry coach to rile us up, up then the first and then we match. wouldn't fail because we would know that if we lost the match, we were going to get you know right reamed at. You know, so I yeah. think he would be a good motivator for us, and he would help us uh, get our act together. So or to having speak.
0: coming out with a couple cans of beer, Not you know, be, pouring yeah. it down his throat, and yeah. then when and he didn't do what he wants, pong, he'd yeah. smash over the head with a beer. can. Yeah.
3: so, I'm, just, so we, I'm waiting to hear back from him. The text
2: has been sent. So there you go. Just tell Brody Lee Jr. He'll make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Books, whatever he wants. Yeah, exactly <laughs> I right.
0: Seen, I was like, all right, I'll do it. Okay. So we, <laughs> we're, we're, ta- <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman. We're talking about their history. And as always, and this is an exciting part of what we do, we ask fans online to give their questions. Ooh. And most of the most of the questions uh, we got said, who the fuck is Griff Garrison? <laughs> That's not true. Who is this guy? And I don't even know. We'll, we'll, we'll give you fan questions coming up. This
2: is AEW Unrestricted. Tony and Aubrey here with Griff and Brian, Borski Blondes. We've been talking a lot about their history in wrestling, training, how they came together as a tag team, and now we've got fan questions. Fan questions. First question comes from Ref Aubrey on Twitter. Ref oh, Aubrey wow. on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, what are your hair care routines? Griff, we'll start with yours because it's terrible.
0: Oh, shush. Why it don't can. you just drop the mic and,
1: oh! well, the mic go- and backhand Dude, his ass? Okay? Talking <laughs>
2: shit is how I show affection. Now you just know this. I'm going to
1: go to the barber and shave it all off. No, don't. No, that's your branding, brother. <laughs> no. that's true. Um, so, mm-hmm. I shower, obviously. Good. Good. That's a start. I use three in one suave, just for men. There you go. Yeah.
2: You can't have. But I've, I've been told shampoo. by plenty of
1: people, and I'm going to start. Suave My girlfriend good, in particular, she's like, you got to. It's not healthy for your curls, apparently. Yeah. And so. But you whenever get I get out body. of shower, whenever I get out of shower, I have a a t-shirt and I scrunch my hair. That's how you do it. I scrunch my hair until um, it gets just damp and not soaking wet. Then I'll put a little bit of a uh, mousse in it. Mousse have? in the diffuser. Yep, and then it curls it right up. And that's all I do. It takes about five minutes.
2: That's fair. I, I like okay. your routine now. I take it back. All right. I take it back,
1: thank Tell you, me, What you. about you?
3: Me, I like to, especially if I have highlights in, I like to shampoo with a with a purple shampoo, like a blonde shampoo. Ah. I don't know why, but they're always purple. But they're they're supposed to bring out the blonde in your hair. Yeah. And then I'll use a conditioner of the same uh, brand or just any conditioner. And sometimes I don't use shampoo because you don't want to overly shampoo. No, you want to shampoo. Sometimes I get in the shower and I throw some conditioner in it, and it's fresh and ready to go. Just keep it moist. And then I always, when I go to work or when I go somewhere, I want my hair to look nice. On any other day, I don't do this. But this is like, okay, I'm getting ready, you know. I put in some leave-in conditioner. Like I, you know, like I dampen my hair down. Or yeah, you got to have the, the deep a conditioning treatment. It's damp. I put in the, de- the conditioner, and I scrunch it up like this with my hands. Yeah. And then I put in a Sebastian curl cream. Whoa. My hands. And then cool. I scrunch it up like so. Same thing. And then
2: I let it air dry. Wow. Yep. Damn. I learned so much yeah, today. Yeah, you
0: sure did. I did. <laughs> you, I just, have obby- you have brought back the mullet. I mean, you really have. I appreciate yeah. that, yeah. Tim. Yeah. I, I've had it for, wow, since I started
3: wrestling. What we talked about earlier was my first match, December 31st, yeah. 2017. I had yeah. a mullet.
2: Did That's you right. cut? the the mullet for the wrestling or did you have a mullet prior to wrestling no
3: i, I started growing my hair out in anticipation to have long hair for wrestling mm-hmm. and then when i was at training at lance storms i just had like a long skateboarder haircut you mm-hmm. know like a bowl going but you know the <laughs> the, the beginnings of a mullet right yeah i right. was going all i had to do was cut the front and i'd have a short one you mm-hmm. know and Lance, that's when Lance told us in training that the mullets were a functional, like a f- completely functional haircut. Like mm-hmm. it was nothing to do with style; it was to keep the hair out of your eyes while you wrestled. But you still had hair, so you can but, sell. So you could sell and have the drama and and, and the good looks. So in my eyes, wow. I was just making a functional career decision to, to be a better athlete. You okay. know, and it just so happened to be a mullet.
0: Yeah. What a guy!
2: Now we can actually get to <laughs> fan
0: questions. Okay, <laughs> uh, Mike Chiodo says, uh, hit, <laughs> hit, "Hit the music." On Twitter. Oh, okay. okay. So not actually Mike no, Uh Not Kyoto. Okay. Uh, for Brian, uh, do you still keep in touch with David Benoit? Uh,
3: that's an interesting one. I, I tried to reach out to him recently, but I uh, haven't heard uh, back from him. I know he was interested in the business for a bit, but uh, it's been a while since I talked to David.
0: Okay. For Griff from Mike Keoda, uh which is not the referee. Somebody's stealing his name. Yeah. Oh, no. It's wrestling. Thief. Uh, for Griff, you making the front double bicep pose your thing?
1: I guess so. I've been really working on my arms and they've gotten I have it's I must say. It's I must shown. say they have since I've been here. I don't brag on myself a lot, but I will right now. They've gotten significantly bigger since I first started coming here.
2: I remember early on, I mean part of it is wrestling and you're kind of like critiquing <laughs> everyone, but it's like, man, that Griff guy Ooh. would be really great. He just needs to put on a little bit more muscle and yeah. you have. Yeah. So it's it's good. Yeah. Thank you. You, you good. Got a lot of what's going on. That's
0: not hard. Hard. no longer a rail. <laughs> 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 no. Next question.
2: Emily on Twitter, if you guys could go back in time, pre-wrestling, is there any advice you would give to your younger self? And if so, what would it be? Chris, how about you?
1: Mm, I would say stay consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of times as a kid where I would just like, I would just be inconsistent with with like, just like school and sports and stuff. Like I would just Like, I would just, I couldn't make up my mind, per se. And I would just, like, just stay consistent on what you want to do and, like, be persistent on and, like, just stick with it because, like, it's going to happen for you one day. What about you, Pillman? Um, I would probably
3: tell myself to, and and it's hard to say, like, what would I tell myself because everything we've done has gotten us to where we are now, you know what I mean? True. Not like I would take any. It was actually pretty deep. Like, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't take any, make any, like, crazy drastic changes but like you know i could i could give myself the advice of of you know like to not be so anxious or or maybe you know when i was in college like and again like maybe not maybe look at different things other than you know obviously i ended up in wrestling so i'm not really utilizing my degree anymore yeah you got that backup plan but the lessons that i learned in the business because you know wrestling is a business you know what i mean so like those business things i did are now applicable in wrestling so I can't really say but you know just like maybe maybe you know different financial advisor and you know what I would have done actually I know exactly I would have told myself when I was in college to buy Bitcoin because when I, <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause when I was in college it was the big and thing Bitcoin. and it was so cheap it was like 7 cents for a Bitcoin Yeah, right. and it was just like why didn't I just buy a million of them like I don't right. know yeah. like, yeah. it, like oh, I'm so mad at myself but either way
0: right um uh, <laughs> I am RX777N on Twitter. This is a long one, but there's a question at the end of this. Okay, so hang with us. I followed Griff Garrison only because Brian told me to on Twitter.
3: That <laughs> our campaign for 50K. Uh, We're uh, on our otherwise way. Otherwise, I don't 10.
0: know who the fuck Griff Garrison is. <laughs> now, that aside, what kind of music are you guys into?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was so prepared for a question that was not related to <laughs> okay. what the one yeah. you asked.
3: That was really a nice swerve. I like, like that. We both like similar music.
1: Yeah, I'm a big fan of um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I could listen Ooh, to Red Hot Chili Peppers all day. Yeah. We actually found that out yesterday doing yeah. another interview together.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. We sang a duet. It was great. What duet did you sing?
1: Sky tissue that I wish you saw. Sourcaset is to know it Oh. close your eyes and now kiss you cause. Okay, stop. I think we can only do 15 seconds before
2: we get oh like, oh, DMC. Yeah. oh really. Whoa. You can't even
3: you can't even pipe Dude, them out. Who freaking knows? Right. I don't
0: know Dude, freaking out. Out. Sorry, don't Jeff Johnson. This, is, this is, is gonna get banned from YouTube. There. I
2: don't know. Okay, stop.
0: Hey, that was good. That was it. Was good. It was good. 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 Really, I just, really want, I just don't want. you to get your shit banned. Really, I,
2: <laughs> I don't want to risk it. She's okay, just it. okay. Uh, Gary on Twitter for Brian. When it comes to your career, do you love it or hate it when people compare you to your father in almost everything you do in the ring? Um, you know, I I think it was, again,
3: I think my skin gets thicker with each passing, you know, week, you know, it has to in this business, but you know, I was only three months in when I first started doing MLW TV, you know, all that exposure on YouTube and all those different channels they have internationally. So I never really had enough time to sit and dread and sit and think about all the comparisons. And I just made it a point to not overtly like study his work. Like, so I don't like subconsciously do a bunch of his moveset and like a bunch of his mannerisms. So I try to maintain, at least if somebody does see some things and some some comparisons, that at least they're just natural and genetic and not like me, like trying to fit some sort of mold or some sort of bill, you know what I mean? Right. I just be myself, and if there are some comparisons made, then then great, you know, probably will be because we are built the same and we have the right. same kind of – Cruiser you know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're that same size, right. you're gonna do a lot of the same offense and the same Especially thing. Especially
0: yeah. when you go up top on the on the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. I mean I, I, as one of the announcers, we mentioned that. Yeah. But we don't hammer that home. In other words, yeah. We don't talk the whole time about you being his son and what he would have done. Yeah. But we acknowledge some of the Absolutely. things that you do similar and you I mean
2: your name is Pillman Junior, yeah. so it's pretty, well, I mean,
0: pretty apparent. It was it's pretty apparent looking at you, you were yeah. Brian Pillman's son, even yeah. though we didn't know it. Yeah. I mean and
3: you I mean just the name like Flying Brian like you you made that term like so like big and like during its time like oh he's going off the top you know so it's like I don't want to set the president. I don't want to be flying, Brian Jr. Right, I'm right. just Brian Pillman Jr. Right. But right. in the given like instance, if I'm in the air, you could say, "Oh, he's flying, Brian. You know, flying like, like his dad. There air, I'm go, flying. Variety,
0: <laughs> spice of life in the moment, flying, Brian." Okay, I'm, I'm going to combine the next two because they're about food. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. I like food. Uh, Grindwork on Twitter uh, wants to know, Griff Garrison, what's your favorite type of pizza?
1: Uh, pineapple. Oh, oh pineapple. There you go. Done. Thank you for nice re- having you here, Aubrey. All right. Yeah, thank yeah, you for getting get be- rid of the bitch. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a deadlift
2: shrimp? Hey, Seattle Super something Yeah, yeah right? okay, very good. Uh, pineapple does not belong yeah. on
1: pizza. That's my yeah, personal. Yes, yeah, pineapple
0: says. is fine on pizza. Uh, pineapple, pineapple is perfectly pineapple if You're apple, a yeah. Yeah. bitch, ass. I,
3: I, uh, <laughs> I feel like it's the only fruit that you know really gets that option. So yeah. why not? You know, yeah.
0: I'd put anything on a pizza. avocado.
3: You know, avocado is a fruit. It is a fruit.
0: Really, you put avocado on pizza? Have you tried it? Why don't you just put a chunk of play doh on pizza? Oh. God.
2: how dare you Ugh. avocados <laughs> are magic
0: yeah yeah but if you can do avocados you can definitely do pineapple yeah, for yeah, sure yeah, it's a different doubt. flavor profile okay so here's another one that's a food question from the unbreakable kimmy c hmm. for brian skyline or gold star
3: oh you know so that's tough you know so i had there's some items at gold star that really get me but really but the ideal chili the best chili is skyline you yeah know, in on spaghetti area. yeah that's yeah, one skyline's got it yeah. figured out to a science now Gold Star, I had one that was much closer to my house that I used to live at, so right. I ended up eating a lot of Gold Star. Yeah. I will say. betrayed very often, but right. um but, you know, all the way Skyline. But there's also a sleeper one called Dixie Chili. Really?
0: Yeah. Wow. And I really like that one. It,
2: okay. it took me about thirty seconds before I realized you guys were talking about chili. Yeah,
0: that I don't what know that, what, uh, what we're talking about. Or Gold we're talking Star about was. Cincinnati chili. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's gotcha. Okay. Right.
1: Shivani's
3: cultured. He's had it. Yeah. You guys aren't. Yeah. You, know, it's, you, you guys don't are eat very, animals. It is. You guys
0: If you take if you take that hot spaghetti, and then you put the chili on it, and then you have that mound of fluffy cheese on top of that, it's probably the best hangover medicine you can have.
3: Oh
1: yeah, it does sound delicious. Take a can of chili,
2: a block of cream cheese, mix them together, in microwave. And the great
3: chili cheese dip. I made a, I made the chili cheese dip last night. I had some of the boys over. Yeah. And Griff was invited, but he didn't want to come, so.
2: Not
0: true. So there's <laughs> a girlfriend with you. <laughs> good boyfriend. i good all you boyfriend. people in Cincinnati, not only in Cincinnati, I've, I've had Skyline Chili all over. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you would have
3: tried it last night. too. Right,
0: all over northern Kentucky and uh, and into Ohio, uh, Skyline and Gold Star. Mm. They are the standards. So standard. Oh. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you can get it in a can in your grocery store. But... You can't be a vegan. You can't. Um, no vegans allowed. Sorry. Chili's not
2: as good when you're vegan. I mean, you can well, find it. But you anything say, is anything as good when you're vegan? Yes, but you, you <laughs> kind of just you kind of just accept defeat. <laughs> like it's like there's gonna be an asterisk after everything. It's like yeah, this is really good ice cream, it's moderate, but you know, high eh, high it's thick. got it's got coconuts in it. It's kind of like
0: you know, it's like we're gonna have steak. Aubrey, you want to come? No, I'll just chew on this chunk of wood. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, I, I like mean, it, don't you
2: don't Fake tits are still great, dude. I'm just going to say It doesn't have to be
0: (laughs) I have no idea Where that one went Go to the next question
2: Hey God I did Uh, This is from Clarence Pryor on Twitter Speedos Hot or not For the varsity blondes
0: Well we wear
3: them When we wrestle Right Hot They would be hot Hot Very hot Like chili I have worn I have worn a uh, Pair of wrestling trunks To a pool party one time
2: Have you? What was was the response? Life of the party was it because of the trunks?
3: It was a, the, a lot of it was because of the you know I was jacked and tanned. <laughs> and, you know, was a large, you got a mullet. Large yeah, mullet. This is pre <laughs> mullet, Pre mullet. mullet. Yeah. So, so there was no party in the back. I was training to go wrestle, so I had like a pair of trunks that somebody had sent me like to, just to practice in. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'll wear them to these pool party, and so you know, they weren't I'll, even I'll your pretend trunks. Pretend I'm this cool pro wrestler. This is before I was a cool just pro wrestler. A man, you know, was this pre pro wrestler. He life. thinks
2: he's a cool pro wrestler.
3: <laughs> We made it. We made it this far. So the full party was the start of my legendary career, and then now
0: here we are. Well, guys, uh, you are uh, you are top rising stars uh, talking to a knucklehead referee here with us. Yep. Okay. No, you are the top one rising stars, uh, and you, you've done a great job so far. I, I got a chance to work with Brian MLW for a short period yeah, yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. Where we met and uh, Griff, uh, you guys are obviously moving up the ranks. You're going to be. Uh, you've been on the pay per view. You've You've going to be uh, on Dynamite. One of the top tag teams. You got to be happy about uh, during this pandemic that we're all sitting here doing quite well.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like once, like a year ago when I got the text, it was just like my world just flipped upside down for sure. the better. Right. And so I just because all all the bookings I were ta- I was taking were just down the toilet, and I just thought like, oh, well, I got to find a shoot job for the rest of my life now. Then I got the, the got the call actually, and it was just now we're here, and it's just unbelievable how. How much can happen in just a sh- yeah. short period of time of, of a year?
0: I have a feeling we'll be calling your matches for a long time. Looks Thanks so. for being with us, guys. Absolutely, thank, thank you for having yeah. us, Tony. No problem. You can follow
2: them on Twitter: Flying Brian Junior, and Griff Garrison One. Make sure you help them get to fifty k. Uh, Subscribe to AEW Unrestricted Podcast for free wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Thursday morning. And then you can check us out on YouTube. Just search AEW Unrestricted and watch all the cool episodes with all of our roster members.
0: Yes. And don't Uh, forget to join us on AEW Dark on on Tuesdays. And that's on our YouTube channel. But then again, don't forget the very next day is AEW Dynamite on TNT, 8 o'clock, 7 central.
3: Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good
0: job. My name is Tony Schiavone. My name is Aubrey Edwards. And thanks for being with us on AEW. Unrestricted.
2: Sweet.